The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to SEO Reporting Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing everything you need to know about how to evaluate and communicate your SEO performance. Joining us for SEO Reporting Week is Tyson Stockton, who is the Vice President of Services at Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. So far this week, Tyson and I have discussed SEO KPI funnels, the difference between leading and lagging SEO metrics, how you can evaluate your SEO brand metrics. And today we're going to talk about whether zero click has any real value. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the fourth installment of SEO Reporting Week with Tyson Stockton, VP of Services for Search Metrics. Tyson, happy Thursday, happy Junior Friday, and welcome back to SEO Reporting Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for having me back. Always happy to see you, buddy. Always excited to get into the weeds, look under the hood and talk about SEO. And that's really what we're doing this week, talking about some of the KPIs and some of the metrics that really mattered. We've covered a lot of ground so far this week in understanding what the SEO funnel is, how to evaluate the different stages, which metrics you need to prioritize in real time, which ones are an indication of whether the work you've done actually worked. And yesterday we talked about how do you evaluate the untrackable? What brand lift does SEO have? Today we're going to kind of keep going with that topic and talk a little bit about zero click. And I guess the real question here is, hey, if Google presents my content and nobody clicks onto my website, was there actually any value to me that I can track and attribute? 
Yeah, this is like the uh, if a tree falls in the woods scenario with no one around, right? If a tree falls in the wood, isn't Google stealing my content? <laughs> they absolutely are. Yeah, so I've been really interested in this no-click conversation. I mean, Rand really kind of like, I would say, like brought it to the forefront a bit more in SEO. By Rand, you mean Rand Fishkin, Friends of the Voices of Search podcast? Of course, of course. <laughs> I'm still excited he came on the show. Anyway, what did Rand do? Yeah, so so Rand came out a couple of years back with a study that was using JumpShot data. And JumpShot is a clickstream data provider or was a clickstream data provider. And with this study, he was looking at within this data set, all the searches that were in Google US, how many were clicking through to either paid ads or organic or not doing any activity at all. This sparked a ton of kind of communication and like back and forth within the industry. And even to this day, it creates a lot of like polarizing views on it. My first reaction to, and I think like most was, yes, there's a lot of no-click activity, but how many of those are searches for what time is it in Barcelona or what time is it in Australia? And so sure on those like very like, kind of uh, not transactional, but like anecdotal type queries is you're going to have that activity. And you're also going to have that around like query refinement. So you write something in and then you're like, no, I think the results I want, let me search for this instead. And yes, those are happening. But I think as we're seeing the actual SERP landscape evolve, we're also seeing that no-click activity change. And that's where I think it's really interesting to see some of this information that Rand's been putting out is because he did it a few years back. I want to say off the top of my head, it was sitting around like an overall like 55% like no-click activity. And then fast forward, he did another one from end of last year. This time it was with similar web since JumpShot got it disassembled, which is a bummer for search just because it was a really cool data source, even though... A search metrics, we weren't using it for search volume. It was really fun to play around with. With this new one, it was showing that 65% of all queries were no-click activity. And what this tells me is, one, even from the macro level, and you can pick apart and kind of get into the nuance of it, which I think has value. But from a high level, you can see, okay, is it reasonable to think that people are just searching differently a year later or two years later? And it's like, no, the biggest change during that is the landscape shifting. And so understanding then how that has an impact to what traffic you're driving from those rankings becomes a really important piece to just understand the world that we're operating and living in. There's a flip side to this coin. So didn't Danny Sullivan do a a sort of counter argument to what Rand was saying? Yes, it it was a really, it was really kind of cute, like, we're both going to publish blog articles on different publications and then not talk directly <laughs> kind of to it. So yeah, Danny came out with something shortly after Rand's post. And so his obviously was on SparkToro. And Danny put one out on Google that wasn't actually specifying and calling out Rand by name, but then was referencing it. And so it had this kind of just weird feel to it. But in his piece, he was saying, hey, Google has provided and driven more clicks or more users to the open web every single year for Google's entire existence. And then you kind of get into like devil in the details and it's like, well, okay, yes, of course, Google's sending more traffic to the open web. 
but aren't they also getting more searches through the open web? And I think both sides of this story have value and it's not like who's right and who's wrong. And yeah, you can have personal opinions of like those kind of elements. But for me, I don't care as much about that. I care more about just understanding this world and understanding the landscape that I'm trying to navigate through. So I think that for me is really the most interesting aspect about this is just having more clarity into the world that we're operating in. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. It's really a nuanced conversation because as the end user, when I conduct a search and Google reads me back the correct information, answers my question without me having to click, scroll, get cookied, you know, be tracked by a website, I feel like there's incremental value there. It expedites the user journey, and at first I'm Google's user before I'm whoever's website's user. On the flip side, as the publisher, I spend the time and effort resources into creating a piece of content, and Google takes, crawls that content, takes the best piece out of it, and publishes it directly to their users and doesn't give me any value. And I think the next follow-up to that is Google would say, why do you think there's no value from zero click? So is there actually value from answering the user's question, creating the content, but not having that end consumer come to your website? Well, I mean, the first one that's like, I'm going to just kind of call out from our, our conversation yesterday is you have a branding benefit there. So it's like one, you're getting in front of more people. And yes, Google has gotten in trouble. And off the top of my head, I forget the uh, rap lyric site. I think I think it was Rap Genius, yeah. And with the the spacing, their like specific spacing characteristics to then identify that it was content taken from their website. So that's a whole nother side piece. But now, and I would anticipate too, especially with kind of like the lawsuits and things like that, is they're gonna say where it came from. And so with that, I think you have a branding plan, a branding benefit. In addition to that, I think you can also, depending on the type of like featured snippets. And this isn't necessarily just in the no-click, but I've had conversations with SEOs in the past when I've heard things like, oh, well, I don't want to be in the position that gets picked up in the featured snippet because I'd rather be in position two where I can click. 
And that to me doesn't really play out because oftentimes you can get a better click-through rate if you're in some of those positions, not all, but in some cases. And then on top of that, you also have like, do you really want to give that space up to your competitor? So I think the other advantage besides just branding is also can be in the sense of a defensive play. So you're capturing more and more of the real estate. So then your competitors and other people can't take over that space. So Tyson, what do I do with that? I'm not getting any traffic from Google for zero clicks, but I don't want my competitor to get to that site. Maybe I get a brand lift because, you know, if somebody's using voice search, it says, according to voices of search.com, Tyson Stockton is the VP of services at search metrics. Great. But I didn't actually get to pixel that person. I can't retarget them. They're not getting into my funnel. I don't get any lead capture. You know, if you're doing direct response marketing, this stinks. I mean, yes, it's a challenge. And so it's like, I'm not going to say like, hey, this is a, a great thing for the industry. But again, it's like, I'm taking the approach of I'm not changing. Like, I don't have control of what Google's doing. I don't think that I have the clout to really influence that. But if I understand it, I can strategize and I can be more tactful and I can create different type of tactics that could have a positive impact. And one of the things that I really like to think about in these like no click conversations isn't necessarily just the like, what is the value of it is more in the sense of how do I use this to have a stronger strategy. And so with this no click, I think it's from a top level, it's interesting to see from that. I also want to see then within my like my space. And so one of the studies that we did actually a little over a year ago now is we took the top keywords for different industries. And so we took like the top five e-commerce sites, looked at the shared keywords across all of them, looked at the no-click activity, and then still found that roughly, I want to say in e-commerce, it was around like 40% no-click activity. And then you can take that a step further and you can look at search volume in combination with no-click activity and then use that to make a stronger prioritization of what type of keywords you want to go after. And so we did another kind of study where we were looking within kind of like the resume space and we were seeing like, yeah, if you're looking at just search volume, the keyword resume is like way higher than the rest. But when you looked at the clicks from it, keywords like resume builder, where Google's not able to take those interactive elements that are on your page, and those had a higher clicks to it. So now that in, can influence me in where I'm prioritizing and also what assets that I'm creating and creating things also that Google can't just serve on the SERP page. And so I think that notion of calculators and like interactive elements, like there's a lot of kind of clever, cool things that you could do to still make sure you're driving more and more traffic. Complaining about Google stealing your content is understandable. It's also like complaining about the government raising your taxes. <laughs> they might be wrong to do it. They might be getting on your nerves. You should still pay your taxes. And Google might be taking more content for zero clicks, basically taking more of your content for themselves, but you still need to submit your content to Google. There is no other way. And you're right that there are ways to be strategic and just operate within the landscape that you have to be successful. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, VP of Services at Searchmetrics. 
Join us again tomorrow when Tyson and I wrap up SEO reporting week and talk about SEO stakeholder alignment. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you could visit his website, which is TysonStockton.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.